another episode of the Millennial Momentum Podcast. Thank you for joining. If you're listening on the podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher, or if you're joining on Facebook Live, welcome. Um, Millennial Momentum is a podcast focused on millennial personal development. And um, you know, I think a lot of people want to get better. You know, They want to make more money, get in better shape, uh, better relationship, get that promotion. And I think you need three things. You need killer work ethic, a really positive attitude, and a little momentum, uh, which is forward motion with energy. And so this podcast is meant to uh, help to be that momentum spark for you, uh, for me, and thanks for joining me today. Grateful uh, that you're here on the journey. And you know, I want to get right into this this episode. There's no interview today. I want to talk about a few topics, um, and it's really spurred by, you know, I think this quote sums it up really well. Richard Branson once said, my interest in life comes from setting myself huge, apparently unachievable challenges and trying to rise above them. And ever since I read that quote from him in his book, uh, Losing My Virginity um, or Finding My Virginity, um, it really stuck out to me as something that that's really what his life is about. And that really, you know, resonates with me. And, you know, one of the things I want to talk about today is the misogyny. And we're going to get into what that means and how that actually led me to, uh, you know, a really big challenge about uh, two weeks ago. So, you know, let's take it back maybe, you know, a month or two ago. I was in um, Jesse Itzler's Build Your Life Resume course. I've talked about it a little bit uh, in past episodes. But, you know, Jesse Itzler, for those that aren't familiar, uh, best-selling author of Living with the Seal, Living with the Monks, Entrepreneur, uh, ultra endurance athlete, current owner of the Atlanta Hawks, um, married to Sarah Blakely, youngest female billionaire in America, uh, owner of Spanx. So he ran a course, eight week course called Build Your Life Resume. So it's about, you know, you're always talking about building up your real resume that you're, you're LinkedIn that you, know, you can use for jobs. But this is about for life, you know, the mindset you have, the experiences you go through, uh, how to build a business. Um, the relationships with your friends and family. And we talked about all these different topics. And one of them, you know, one day Jesse got on the mic and he said, you know, hey, um, I call this one about the Misoji, M-I-S-O-G-I. And, uh, you know, previously it was a Japanese practice of purification. Um, And Jesse interpreted it as, you know, a way to purify yourself through one big challenge. And that's the rituals, the challenge to go through. Um, and he, he essentially means it as one big thing on the calendar you put every single year as a physical challenge. Um, and you know, something that scares you that you never thought you could do and you go out and you do it. And he actually learned this from Kyle Corver, who's a former, um, Atlanta Hawks player, Atlanta Hawks guard. And there's an article, I'll link it from Discovery from three or four years ago, where Corver and a few other people go through this misogyny. And it's it's his way of doing it every single year, one day, take on a challenge that radically expands his sense of what's possible. And God, I love that. I mean, I love, you know, something on the calendar every quarter of improving yourself, if it's traveling, if it's a big conference, if it's a physical event, if it's just something to push you out of your comfort zone. But that one day every year, um, you know, it's part that you train for, 
that you mentally, physically, but there's some things you just can't really train for. Um, and so I took that to heart and I put it on the calendar. And last year, I, you know, two years ago, I'd never ran more than six miles before. Uh, and then last year, I ran a marathon and uh, we planned out for about six months. Me and my sister and, and my good buddy Ryan that started this podcast with me. And, and we set it out and we did that. And that was our misogyny. We didn't even know it. This year we said, you know, me and, and three of my buddies, we decided that we are going to take on the Spartan World Championships. We've done a few, done four Spartan races before that shorter distance. Um, and the World Championships were up in Lake Tahoe. So that seems fitting, uh, you know, just based on the name. And, um, you know, it was really intimidating. It was 13 and a half miles up Lake, uh, up, excuse me, Squaw Mountain, uh, where they held the Olympics in 1990. It's a famous skiing mountain up 9,000 feet of elevation. And within that, you climb that mountain to the very tip twice. Uh, there's 34 obstacles. You're at one point, you're swimming in water that's 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, then you get out and you carry a 50 pound bucket of rocks down a hill, up a hill, 60 pound sandbag at the very top of the mountain. Um, you're huffing and puffing. And I thought at one point that I might, I might die on this mountain. I literally thought I am going to need some severe medical attention (laughs) at some point because I trained for running. I trained for some of the grip stuff. There's monkey bars and pull up type of stuff, tire flips, But you can't really train for 40-degree water at top of a mountain when the wind's gusting and there's no oxygen up there and you can't breathe. It's just all mental, and it's all getting one step to another, you know, one breath to the other. And, you know, something that helped me get to that point was, you know, David Goggins, and he talks about, you know, how he does some of the incredible feats. Uh, He's a former Navy SEAL, and now he's an endurance athlete. And he just talks about the cookie jar. And reaching in there, and I've talked about it on another episode of like, you just got to get in and think like, man, I, you know, think of those times where you got something done and you did a really good job and you did a marathon or you uh, did even a great job at work or a great workout or just things that boost you up and say, man, remember that time? Remember that time? Like you can do this, you can do this. And you just take it one step at a time. And the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. So one step, one breath. Um, And as a team, you know, uh, one of the one of the fellows, Seamus, gave me his gloves, which is a lifesaver. And, you know, it's just it's a really good camaraderie um, to get into. So, you know, for the Spartans itself, you know, the winner of the race, the uh, which is the world champion, you know, it took him a little over two hours. It took us five hours and 34 minutes, just about, uh, to get all the way up that mountain, down, in, going through the Olympic Village, up again, and then back down. I mean, it was a crazy day, and it was something that was just so meaningful. And, you know, we were exhausted, but just a a wave of pride fell over all four of us as we finished that. So there's no way we're not finishing it. So as we crossed the line all together, we each helped each other out at some of the obstacles. And, you know, there's some things that I do better with as, you know, a guy that, you know, is a pretty good, decent runner and is 155 pounds versus some of the guys that, you know, are better with grip or, or more strength. So everyone has their strengths and their and their weaknesses there. Um, but, you know, I think there's really three reasons why you should be doing a Masoji and why you should plan this out for 
uh, you know, the rest of this year or really plan it out for next year and really focus on it. And, you know, the number one thing is conquering fear. I'm terrified of heights. And anyone that has done a Spartan race know that knows that heights are a large percentage of the battle being done. You're climbing 10, 15-foot walls. You're uh, climbing up these these different nets and cages that, I don't know, might be 50 feet high. And you look down, you're like, holy shit. And you're climbing ropes, several ropes, monkey bars, swings, just things like that. You know, even just running up a mountain can be a little intimidating. Um, and I've done, you know, four or five of these. And the first time, you know, I went to climb one of the, the cages and I was literally shaking at the top, like visibly shaking because I could not move. I was I was really intimidated. And this time after doing it so many times, especially towards the end, it wasn't it was a non factor. And so, you know, there's things that everyone fears that everyone's uh, not comfortable with. And being able to tackle those is really important just to show yourself that you, know, you shouldn't be limited by whatever your mind is telling you. And so it's is the fear of heights gonna limit me in my life that much? Eh, not really that much day to day. But the fact that I can conquer it, that's what's important. That's what I think is really important. And so going against those, and you know, another thing, I'm not super comfortable in the water. So maybe my next task will be something more swimming related. There's plenty of things we're afraid of. The second piece is training. And it's so easy to get caught in a rut in the day-to-day, the 9-to-5 or 8-to-6, whatever your, you know, your job is. And you go to the gym one day a week zero, five, seven, but you do the same thing every time. You, know, you do your, your, the same workout, the same run, whatever it is. There's something to be said about setting a massive-ass goal on the calendar and getting after it and setting the plan and you follow along to something you find online or you make your own or you work with someone on it and you push yourself and it, it encourages that discipline that if you give yourself enough time and you have the right plan, you can get anything done. You can conquer so much. Go read and listen to people like uh, Rich Roll or uh, James the Iron Cowboy Lawrence or you know Jason Kalipa who was on this show before about CrossFit or um, all these crazy endurance racers that they just set these massive goals, but they put in the work, they structure it, and it's all about discipline and getting it done. Um, and then it's also about the mental training. Setting yourself up and understanding what the challenge is going to be, what the course is going to be, you know, doing some meditation, breathing, visualizing yourself, getting it done. Because here's the thing, this translates to everywhere, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, The third piece is why you should be doing this is you want to redefine what's possible in your mind. 18 months ago, I didn't think I'd ever run a marathon, let alone, you know, do a world championship event for an obstacle course race, or um, there's a lot of things you don't think are possible in all areas of your life, about with your relationship, about with your job. Oh, I could never have that job. I could never make you know that much money at my age. I could never have a conversation with that person, with that guy, with that girl, with that CEO that I want as my mentor. You redefine what's possible. You dig deep and you figure out and get what's done. The world is abundant with opportunities, with resources, and this is a really good opportunity to change your mindset. And that's the last piece is that this translates to everything. What you can do with your body can translate to anything. 
And I'm not saying you need to go out and run a marathon. I'm not saying you need to go out and do an obstacle course race. But something physical, I think. I think it should be physical. Maybe my mind will change about that. But for right now, the Masoji is a physical event. And if all you can do is a 10K, and that's going to push your body to its absolute limit, great. Let's sign up for that 10K. If you are 10 times fitter than me and you're going and you want to run across the United States, then you should set that as your goal and however long that's going to take you. But you know your limit and you want to set it a little bit above what you think your limit is. Maybe a little bit more than a little bit. Enough that you're scared, enough that you're challenged, enough that you need to prepare and that you're thinking about it and maybe sometimes you're dreading it and during it you want to quit and you want to cry and you're hurting but you're not hurting yourself, but you're you're pushing through some real adversity. You can make life super easy for yourself, but that's not fun. And when the tough shit happens, when you know there's a family illness or you get fired, lose your money in the stock market, you get beat up, you get in a car crash, whatever happens. When life happens, life punches you in the face, you're ready because you've been resilient. You've been building that muscle of resilience that gets you there. And, you know, another thing you can do is if you do it with friends, you do it with people that care about you and that you care about, that's great too. It's a great way to build a bond and build a resilience. And, you know, you have something that you can go back on with people and say, hey, remember back then when we did that? That's cool. Find, you know, find yourself with like-minded people and get it done. So I don't know what I'm going to do 2019. If anyone has ideas, let me know. Hit me up um, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Tommy Tahoe, millennialmomentum.net for blogs, show notes, all the goodies, all that jazz. Um, And hit me up and let me know what you think of the episode. If you find value here, go to iTunes, subscribe, review. It helps other people find this podcast. People are loving the last one with Chris Voss. I've gotten a lot of great feedback, more than any I've gotten probably in the last three months with Chris Voss, uh, former lead hostage hostage negotiator for the FBI. So that was the most recent episodes. Check that one out too. Let me know what you think. Let's have a conversation. This is all about forming a community. I'd love to hear if you put something big on the calendar this year, in years past or next year, um, what that was and what what the feeling was and all about your experience. So let me know. I hope everyone has a great rest of the night. For the podcast listeners, it's a Friday. Do your thing on Friday. Let's make it a great one uh, and head yourself into the best weekend of all time. Everyone else, out. Have a good one.